My family, there is a life that God wants you to have. God wants you to walk in. However, you have to first realize and recognize that you have a certain power. And we're going to get into it this here episode and reading with Ricky, the Friday special, with the understanding that as we read the word of God, we come in contact with understanding. We come in contact with information and we come in contact with the ability that we have. And one of the things that we have that uh, a lot of us may not know is we have the power and the authority to say a thing and to see it come to pass. Jesus showed us in the word as he came in contact with Simon's mother, right? I love using the word of God because it shows us what we have a right to. It shows us by example what we can do, and it shows us what we can expect to see because of what has been done. And one of the things that Jesus did, that when he came in contact with a mother, right, a mother-in-law, Simon's mother-in-law, she had a fever. She was sick, and people was asking Jesus to heal her. And what Jesus did was with his voice, with his command, with his words, he spoke to the fever. He didn't speak to the mother-in-law. He didn't speak to the people around. He rebuked and spoke against and reprimanded the fever and told the fever to get out of her. Why is this necessary? Why, Ricky, are you talking about this? Because oftentimes we talk about a thing to other people, right? We say, oh man, I'm frustrated about the economy. Oh man, I'm frustrated that I can't start this business or I can't overcome temptation or I can't succeed in life or I can't do the things that I know I want to do, but there's this reason, there's that reason, there's this reason why I can't or, oh man, I'm, I'm sick, right? You start confessing a thing. However, we're supposed to speak to that thing. So if you're wanting to start a business, if you're wanting to pursue purpose or live out the life that God will want you to live out, speak to that. A, life, a purpose, start to live out of me, start to be all around me so I have no reason but or no ability but to carry out what God has for me. Start speaking to that thing, right? Start speaking to them interest rates. Interest rates. I rebuke you. I speak to the banks and say, when I go to the bank, that I will get an interest rate that's suitable for me, that's to my desire, and I will get favor in that respect so I can get my home, right? Or speak to that family member, right? Speak to what's going on. Don't speak to the person, right? Speak to what's going on in the person that you want to come out the person, just as Jesus did to Simon Peter, because that could be a whole situation, right? You, you could start a fight, but at the end of the day, what we have is an understanding in Luke chapter four that we have the day to speak directly to the problem, say what we want as a solution and be able to see that to be so. Boom. There's a formula to success. Speak to the problem. Say what we want to be the answer, the solution or what we desire. And we can look to see it happen. Jesus did that all in the afternoon. He did it all within a short period of time, within hours, within minutes, probably within seconds, because words have power to go ahead and change a thing just like that. But then also, great people, another thing that we have the ability to do that a lot of us don't know is we have the ability to give to God whatever we have, even if we don't think it's sufficient, even if we don't think it's great, right? You may have lived a life that, uh, you know, you're not proud of, right? You may have done some things that you're not proud of. And so you don't see yourself personally as somebody that can be used by God or somebody that God would even want to use to be a vessel, to be a benefit, to be an aid to others. However, great people, I'm here to 
tell you, I'm here in the flesh <laughs> myself to tell you that God will use imperfect people, imperfect things, things in which others have cast out, forgotten about or given up on and to be a witness for God. Right. God uses the, the lowly things to be a witness of him because it's through him, because of his power, because of his authority, because of the greatness of God. We have the ability to do what God would have us to do. And we see that in the life of Simon. Not only did Simon bless, uh, excuse me, not only did Jesus bless Simon's mother-in-law, but then he also blessed Simon. When Simon gave to Jesus, yielded to Jesus his boat. Why? Because Jesus needed to preach to the people. There were people along the beach. The beach was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. You know, the birds was chirping lowly because Jesus was speaking loudly and uh, it wasn't too hot, right? It was a nice overcast. So there was a shade, but then there was also a warmth of the sun. And with that day being also beautiful, Jesus went out into Simon's Peter boat to speak to the people. Why? Because he couldn't be close to the people or else everyone wouldn't be able to hear him, see him, or to be changed by the words that he had to say. And so stepping out on the boat, he knew he can go off just a little bit offshore and his voice would be amplified over the waters, over the waves, over the current to be able to get to the people that wanted to listen. And so after he preached, he then blessed Simon. Great people. Simon offered his boat. What do you have to offer, right? Could it be time? Could it be finances? Could it be knowledge? Could it be information? Could it be your expertise? What is it that you have? We all have something that we can offer to God to be used by God to benefit and to bless others. We all have something. I'm even reminded of my daughter, great people. I mean, it blessed my heart. I was fighting back the tears because uh, she said to me on Sunday, that Sunday after church, she was like, Dad, I'm excited because next Sunday I have to bring something to church so we can give to the poor. I was like, oh, okay, gee, okay, um, Rain, like, tell me more about this. She said, well, our class is bringing together things that we have that we want to give to people that are in need. And so I'm going to look around in my room and see what I have to be able to give. And I was like, oh, snap, like, it touched me. It touched me because at the tender age of seven, she's recognizing that she has something of value to people, no matter what little she has, right? At the end of the day, it's, it's not much. She's seven year old. Uh, at the end of the day, what do you have? But textbooks and pens and pencils and hair barrettes. And I don't know. Well, I'm, I'll share with you all what she finds and ends up giving. However, I say all that to say at the age of seven, she recognizes she has something to give. And no matter what age you are, no matter where you may find yourself, no matter what you have been doing or what you may look to do or see to be insignificant or insufficient, you have something to give. God has given you something that is of value to others. And I pray to you that you would offer. It. I pray that you would give it. I pray that you would even test it as a gift to somebody else, right? Test it in the mirror, right? If it's the ability to speak, if it's the ability to comfort, it's the ability to encourage, uplift, test it out in the mirror. Try it. Say some words and I bet you you'll smile. I bet you you will. I, and I'm only saying this because I've done it myself. Before I started speaking out to others, I was speaking to myself. I was encouraging myself. And through my ability to encourage myself to a point of a smile, I said, OK, I may have the ability to encourage. I may have the ability to inspire, to give understanding. And with it, all great people. What did Jesus do in response to what Simon did? Well, hey. As it talks about in Luke chapter 5 that we read on Thursday, Simon, 
cast out his net because he was a fisherman, right? And back then, fishermen had nets and they would go about the water, scooping up what they scooped up and receiving what they received. And in listening to what Jesus said to do, which is to cast your net over, right? But even before we get to the blessing, I want to talk about the hesitancy, the hesitancy that Simon had in what Jesus said. What do you mean, Ricky? Well, Jesus said, cast out your net. After preaching, cast out your net. Simon was like, hold on. Um, you know, master, you did, a, you did a great thing. However, we just finished fishing, right? You came to my empty boat because we went fishing and there was no sea to be, or excuse me, there was no fish in the sea to be caught. And so, um, you know, it, it doesn't quite work that way. What is this a representation of you and I, because I've been here before as well, you and I saying to God when he tells us to do a thing, when he leads us to do a thing, say a thing, or to be in a specific place, we may say, oh no, I mean, I tried that and that didn't work. Or I don't think I can go there because nobody's going to receive from me. Or I don't know about that. I don't know about that God. Like me? You sure about me? Or God, I mean, you, you're telling me to give a hundred dollars, like, or a hundred rand, or a hundred yen, or a hundred pounds. What is that gonna do in the grand scheme of things? They're trying to raise millions. What is my hundred gonna do? No, God's saying, do it. Do it. There's a blessing in you doing. There's a blessing in you submitting. However, we can't get caught up in the hesitancies and the overwhelming thought of I tried it, it didn't work, or this don't work like that. So what are you talking about? No, God is talking through the supernatural. God is speaking through a place in which we have not seen yet or we haven't come in contact with just now. However, if we continue to do what God will lead us to do, if we do what God shares with us to do, we will be able to receive as Simon received in Luke chapter five. And it was an overwhelming blessing, so much so that the nets began to tear because there were so many fish AKA, there were so much blessings. There were so much gift. There was so much prosperity. The fish in that text represents prosperity, right? And, you know, feel what you feel about prosperity. However, it is the way of the kingdom. It is the way of God. Think about it. The streets are paved with gold. Come on now. There is no other representation of prosperity, of wealth, of anything than gold, right? All gold is talked about all the way in Genesis and it's talked about still today as a currency and a point of wealth. Right. And so say what you want, feel what you feel, read the word and you'll come into the truth. However, in that particular passage, the fish represented prosperity. There was so much prosperity that Jesus was blessing Simon with that Simon had to call help. Simon had to call a whole nother boat to help from the fish tearing the net and letting the prosperity go, tearing uh, what he was able to hold the prosperity in. And I say that to say, great people, as we yield to the voice of God, as we yield to the Holy Spirit, sharing with us things to do, places that he's telling us to go, uh, things that he's sharing with us to submit, as we yield to Holy Spirit, there will be a prosperity given to us. There will be blessings given to us, so much so that we will have to give to others, that we will have to share with others, that we will have to be a bold witness and representation of God for others to know that God is still in the blessing business. God is still in the healing business, the delivering business, and the business of giving good to those who believe. And so I say that to say, great people, what a, what a great time we had in reading the word this week, right? If you're wondering, like, where's all this coming from? Well, we read today 
Well, I talked about today what we read this week, uh, Monday through Thursday in Luke, the ending of chapter four, as well as the beginning of chapter five. And summing it all up today, I would just have for you to know we have power. We have power and we have to know within ourselves of the power that we have, the rights that we have and what we can look to receive from God. And when we do have those things in alignment together, great people, there is nothing we can't do. There aren't things that we can overcome because we have the ability to speak and to see and we have the ability to yield to God and receive from God at the same time. So with that being said, I pray that this day and this message finds you well. I pray that your day is great because it's always a good day to have a good day. And I pray that as we continue to read the word uh, Monday through Thursdays, that you would get understanding and that God will reveal to you his abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. Every time we open the word of God, I pray that that is what you receive. And so with that being said, I hope and pray that your day is great. As I already said, I mean it so much. I said it two, three times, but follow if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform subscribe to this youtube channel if you haven't already done so because there are so many beautiful things that we're doing here um, from various segments to various uh, shows that we're doing but at the end of the day what we're ultimately doing is revealing to you how to live your best life how to come in contact with the love of god and the fact that through it all god's plan is a great plan and he has a plan for each and every one of us so with that being said Peace.